uh, part two of travel. So first of all, welcome to our For the Parents podcast episode. I think it's 15, and this is part two of travel, traveling with kids. Um, so I think last time we uh, we talked about a couple of things, but this time what we didn't get to talk about was like how, I guess, the kids took it in the sense of like, so when you're at your own house, right, um, you normally have like a routine going for the kids, at least like, I mean, okay, look, when we were going to have a baby, I was like, oh, I was like, um, hey, I want to be as free flowy as possible. I legitimately uh, want to, if they, whenever they go to bed is fine with me, whenever they wake up, like if they wake up, you know, later, that's like, I would, I thought that if you, they went to bed later, they would wake up later. That's obviously not the case with our son. Um, he, he just does not thrive in sort of like a chaotic atmosphere. Um, he needs a very set routine. He needs to know what's going on. He needs to know what to expect during the day, like on his own, I swear, like, I used to be, like, well, I'm pretty sure I used to be really laid back before (laughs) I was a parent. And it's not that I'm not laid back now, but, like, my kid, he just, like, at least my older one, he's, like, very, absolutely needs his routine. So we, we have to, like, cater to that, right? So when we're here, we have, like, a very strict, like, bedtime is at 7. Whether or not he falls asleep at 7, obviously, that's anyone's guess. You know, we try to keep, like, a very set routine. He goes to daycare on on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then, like, we have our family days, Sunday, Mondays. And then, he kno- like, he just knows what to expect during the during the week. He knows that uh, when that Mondays, he when he doesn't go, like, we're all home. Tuesday, he goes to work. Wednesday, he's here with his dad and baby Kai. Thursday, he goes to school. Friday, he's here with me. You know, just he knows. And then he knows, like, noonish is bedtime, is nap time. And if he wants to take a nap, we definitely encourage him to. And he's been, like, a lot better about it. Like, he really does do better with naps. But we don't force him to. I can't, I physically, like, unless we're all here, I can't, nobody can force him to take a nap because where am I going to put the baby? You know what I mean? But anyway, so, like, he, and bedtime is, like, we eat around 5.30. We're done eating at around, like, 6-ish, you know, sometimes 6.15. It depends on, like, we try to get food ready and done by 5.30, but, you know, sometimes it runs a little bit. But we try to stay as close to that as possible. When we're on vacation, those things totally just, like, fly out the window and uh I we all suffer we all suffer you know like Kai's a little bit smaller obviously he's like he's 10 months so we can like take him pretty much a lot of places and he's fine kind of but Ollie he definitely needs that very specific routine and uh, traveling with him was hard uh hard harder than I thought it would be actually um First of all, we went to Alaska in uh, right around the time where it was like sunlight the entire trip. Thankfully, we were in a room that doesn't have any windows. I know that sounds like way creepy, but like it was the best place in the house for us to be because exactly blackout curtains are kind of really hard to find good ones, at least like I found. And so especially like in Alaska when the sun is like blaring through your window like all night. And so... um. And even, like, here, we've had to, like, we have 
like we bought blackout curtains but do they really black out everything no like there's still a lot of sun that gets through and so we have to like short like literally short of putting aluminum foil on your windows there's nothing you can do to make it any less bright than it would be like we put like cardboard but the cardboard doesn't fit exactly anyway long focus it was kind of hard for him to fall asleep. Like, we would be like, okay, it's bedtime, and the sun's, like, blaring. But, like, thankfully our room was a lot less blary. For me, I think the – look at this fruit fly. It's, like, fruit fly season here in where we are. And, anyway, focus. For me, the hardest part was definitely the fact that Ollie didn't know what the day was going to bring. And each day it was just like, wake up, who knows, you know? And for him, that was like a very hard thing to deal with. I, I think that um, that's definitely one of the hardest parts of traveling with children. And like, we thought we were going to do like a whole bunch of fun stuff, you know, but it's also like different. Like, I consider Alaska my, like Fairbanks, Alaska, my hometown, even though I'm a military uh, child and we moved around a lot. But I, I feel like I spent like... Some of my most important years, um, certainly most of like the longest in Alaska. And so I, I consider it my hometown. And so when I go back, there's like friends that I can see and that I can hang out with. And uh, Jesse too. Well, Jesse was like born and raised there. And so he has friends that he wants to like hang out with and, and, and be with. And we definitely had like a different idea. Well, maybe I didn't think so much, but like... Jesse for sure thought that he was going to be able to hang out with his friends more, but kids are rough, man. They're like every day, all day, every day. And so going back and visiting, it was like, it was hard. It was hard uh, to find time. And so we wanted to take him to lots of different cool places that like we used to go to as a child, but like there were things that we couldn't like change or move around as much because even though we're on vacation, Kai still needs his nap two times a day. So that like really cut into a lot of things. And then, and then also like we wanted to do lots of things and that, like, for example, we really wanted to take him to a couple mi miles out of Fairbanks is this little town called North Pole and they are Christmas themed, obviously North Pole. And they have like a, uh, they have like a Santa Claus house that like reindeer and everything and it's so cool and that was literally one of the only things that we got to do with him that we were really excited about doing with him um we got to take him to like it's it's like there's like a little ski hill area that like my family used to go a lot of weekends to cross-country skiing I don't know if you've ever been cross-country skiing but uh, I'm not a big fan some people are no, I'm not I would rather go snowboard even though I only went snowboarding like maybe three times all like tops anyway and we got to take him there for just like a tiny bit of time but I mean most of our days were literally like we hardly slept because it was a new environment as soon as they got up it was like it was like 6 six thirty when they would get up like routinely uh, even on days where they would go to bed like at eight or like one time there was like a party uh that uh that our family had there were like kids that came and they were playing all he was playing and it was great and they didn't leave to like I don't know I want to say like eight ish and his bedtime is normally like seven we're already winding down at seven we're mostly in the bed and the next day I still woke up at six and I just I I hope I'm not alone I hope this doesn't make you feel alone because my kid just like is allergic to sleep I guess I don't I don't know but that for sure was definitely like 
really hard for me and okay this is kind of like traveling because you're like it happened while we were traveling but it also happens just like when people come and visit like and have extended stays at your house it's like it's kind of the same on the same vein so like when it's just us as a family um kind of all he knows what to expect he knows like what i'm like he's very comfortable with like uh, he knows like how i'm gonna react he knows how his dad's gonna react he knows like he knows us he knows us and he feels comfortable with us but when we go to other places and with other people or other people come you know here for an extended period of time it's also like very chaotic there's it's like everything's up in the air but more so too or differently so i don't know like when you know family comes to visit that he may not see too often he just doesn't know what to expect he doesn't know them as well and it like obviously he loves them and that's fine but it's hard for him to get used to like having other people in the house and like the reactions of other people around him so when we went like he w- first of all that he can remember like it was his first time going to Fairbanks that he can remember he's been there like twice but it was like when he was younger and I don't think he remembered because he was like very standoffish like at first he was like oh this is their house even though he'd been there and it was and and he was like very glad to see his grandparents and everything but still it was like a new place everything was up in the air plus he didn't know how to um interact sort of like he had to test out the waters and while that happened it was like kind of fielding his emotions um which is hard when you're sleep deprived and it's hard when you're also when you also have expectations. I think that like it's easy to say like, oh, well, don't have expectations. And sometimes they just like creep up on you and you don't even know. And then later you're like, man, why was I so mad? You know, like because I kind of expected things to go X, Y, Z. And I feel like that's only human, too, for sure. I think that that might be like one of the things that uh, that made it so difficult, especially for me. That in and of itself was like, oh, and we got to go, uh, we got to go fishing with him. Okay, so funny story about traveling. Um, because I feel like there's like a lot of like, oh, but this was actually really funny. So, um, like his uh grandpa really likes to go fish, and he got him like a little fishing rod, and it was really cool. Um, and so we we're gonna take him fishing. Um, and there was this little like place that Jesse and I had never been there because they'd like redone it recently, and so. <laughs> We went, I had extra clothes, like, you know, extra jeans, extra shirt, um, sweater, socks, undies. And um, we were there for like maybe not even five minutes. I would say like maybe five minutes. And it's like, oh, I think we talked about this yesterday. I mean, last time. Darn. Um, anyway, he like ran into the lake and it was like really sad for him because it was freezing water. And like later we all laughed and kind of we laughed we tried really hard not to laugh while it happened, but but he was really sad. He was really sad at first because he really wanted to fish, and we never got to go fishing again. Um, but it was um, apart from that, apart from like all of the things that made it a little bit rocky, it was actually really fun because he uh, really got to like got a little taste of like a different like it was like a mini adventure, and he did play outside not as much as we wanted to play outside because also the mosquitoes came out, and I'm wearing my mosquito shirt. Because um, one time I donated blood. Actually, no, I didn't donate blood. Um, I had a friend who donated blood, and then uh, he passed out, and I took care of him, and they gave me the shirt. Um, and it says, uh, save, no, it says, starve a mosquito, donate blood. <laughs> so I like it. 
I like it a lot. Obviously, like, we do want to travel. Jesse said that he absolutely didn't want to travel again with them being with, especially with Kai being so little because there's things that you have to account for, like naps, and he has to be fed on a more stricter schedule than than um than Ollie. Not that but Ollie can also be like, I'm hungry, I'm not hungry, but Kai can't, and so we have to like really um think about that. So yeah. You know, I think that's like about it for traveling for me. Um I would do it again. I personally would do it again. It was hard, but it was also exciting. Um and I didn't mind so much. Um I just kind of expected it to be kind of like it was. I didn't have like super high expectations and I actually got to hang out with my friends a lot more than I thought I was going to. So um, for me, it kind of was like a win. And yes, it was really hard. I think the hardest part is that you're like at a place that isn't like child proofed. So like from the minute you wake up, it's like, go, go, go. You know, you're trying to prevent them from like hurting themselves Whereas, like, at your home, you can just be, like, you're in your pen or you're in this, like, safe area that I know is safe. You know, all the funny story, like, Kai can actually climb onto the couch now, so it's not so safe. And now I have to think of something else to do to keep him in his pen while I need a moment to myself every random couple of times throughout the day, as most parents probably do. I think I kind of want to talk about sort of going back to schedules and stuff. I kind so, okay. As we talked about last time, and we actually did research this, um, sort of, like, I mean, as much as you can with the time that you can as a parent, but we have found a way that we both, like, we, Jesse and I both feel um, good, sort of, about taking away the binky, the pacifier, whatever you want to call it. Jesse found uh, some people talking about how if you say that there's, like, a if you like tell them that there's like a magic binky fairy or a magic yeah a binky fairy or a passive whatever you want to call it um and then they're gonna like there's gonna be like a day where they come and they take away the binky so we wanted to do it like on a friday so that we had sort of saturday jesse could maybe have more flexibility during his work day um and then sunday monday which is our family day which are our family days and so we, but, you know, like ha having it a couple of days from now just seems too rushed and too soon from the end of a trip. So we're going to do it next Friday. We made a huge calendar. I should text Jesse to bring it down whenever he comes down, but they're still fighting sleep. And, um, and so it's like this calendar sort of like we just like boxed in the days until the final day is like in the middle on the bottom. And it says like magic Binky, goodbye, fairy, magic fairy, magic. Oh, that's a tongue twister for me. Magic binky fairy goodbye party. And the binky fairy brings a gift and takes all the binkies away. Um, And he's kind of really excited about that. But okay, yesterday when we were like drawing out the calendar, like my heart literally started to hurt so like it started to break so bad because I just thought of how much this kid loves his binky. So we were at my parents' house um, last weekend and we thought we had forgotten a binky. We thought we had left it somewhere. And uh, he was distraught. Like 
hours he was crying until somebody finally was like, I'm going to go. I was like, I'm going to go check the car. And many, my mom was like, why is he crying? And I said, because he, we don't have a binky. We don't know where one is. And she said, there's one in the car and I got it. And he passed out so fast. And, but he was like, like, like gut wrenching cries. And just the thought of taking away something that provides him so much comfort and he hasn't really been able to find comfort in like stuffed animals or a blanket or anything else and 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 it would have been easier if he had but he hasn't and I'm kind of like really sad that we have to put him through that that we have to make like it was our choice to give him a pacifier I know but if you knew if you had met my kid when he was little when he was really little like you would know like it's it was literally the only thing that stopped him from crying all night sometimes and a part of that was because when he was first born I thought I was giving him milk from my breasts but no uh apparently my lactation misses were like less than and I didn't have any and so he was kind of like starving for like two days while the midwife came and she was like you need to feed him formula while your milk comes in and I was and it was really stressful my milk never fully came in so we always like supplemented for both kids actually um with Kai I got more milk but he just drank more than I had to offer anyway focus so like he used to cry a lot and he maybe I don't know and we would feed him as much as he wanted but he needed that binky you know um to really calm him down yeah I'm just really sad that we have to be the cause of so much pain for him oh it just makes me so sad I hear Jesse he's coming so kind of like now that we've wrapped up a little bit of the traveling uh, section I did want to talk about something that I think every parent or every person who has ever like been close to children will at some point go through and it's uh, it's also a very heartbreaking thing that happens there comes a moment where you're with your kid and you reach your breaking point and you react overreact in a way that later you're like oh man like that was too much and you know in that moment you know that your kid is never going to look at you the same anymore. Because before you, like, it, before you were to that level of overwhelm, like, there would always be a moment where you just be like, okay, I'm done, like, okay, fine, whatever, whatever, whatever. Or, wh- like, however you would handle those situations normally. <sighs> there comes a time when you yell a little too loud or you say something a little too harshly, not a little, a lot too harshly or a lot too loud, and you know that that's the moment where your kid is like, oh, like, mama can be mean or papa can be mean or whatever your kids call you. And it's so heartbreaking because you feel guilty that you've, let yourself get to that point and you feel just like heartbroken that they've seen like a bad part of you because you love them so much and you only want to give them your good parts or whatever but now they realize that you're only human 
And it's so hard. It's so hard to go through that moment. And Jesse, like I went through it like about a year ago. He must have been like, Ollie must have been like almost two. And yeah, he must have been almost two because it was a year ago and he just turned three. And um, we had just moved into our house and he, we were in the kitchen and I don't, he was just like, I want this, I want this. And like bouncing off the walls, I don't know, but I like over yelled before you come, like, look at the screen. I did something. I didn't do anything like when I, and, um, so he's fixing it now. Maybe we should put a little pause. And I did something that, like, well, I was just like, Oliver, I said no. And I know I whispered that, but obviously I'm not going to say it, like, full voice. And he just looked at me, and he started crying, and I scared him. And it just made me feel so sad. It just made me feel so sad. And I, I cried. I cried about it. And I told Jesse. And at first, like, he didn't really understand what I was saying. He was like, yeah, well, it's fine. But then he went through it just a couple of weeks, like a couple of months ago. And it's so heartbreaking. And, like, it's a feeling that, like, I just feel like every parent is going to go through at some point. If you're, like, Kai, he hasn't had that moment with me or with Jesse. Uh, but he will. And uh, just thinking about the fact that he will at some point is like... Oh, I definitely don't. I'm not looking forward to that at all. This was telling them about like that moment where your kids don't repeat your same. I did talk about travel, um, and I wrapped that up. And I was telling them about how like sometimes, well, when you're a parent, there comes a time where your kid, where you do something or you say something so harshly or you scare yeah, them. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. How did what did did you talk about all the places that we ate and what? Yeah, I told them we went to the Santa Claus house and we went to. The ski area. Did you wrap up the other thoughts on... Uh, yeah, schedule and chaos and everything, yeah. Oh, you went to our thing and looked at the my topics? This is, wha- this is why Kai's on you. <laughs> but it wasn't about Kai tonight except at the end there. Yeah, yeah. I got to run a tight ship around here, guys. <laughs> She's already gone through the topics <laughs> and not even all of them. It's only been 30 minutes. Oh, look That was at like that. a two-hour bedtime. It was. It really was. Oh, yeah. This is like a tipsy-topsy-turvy podcast, guys. I'm so sorry. But our kids were literally like, like, look, he just came down. They just passed out. And we started an hour before our normal stream time. Putting, mm-hmm. I, I went in the bedroom an hour before our stream time. So I was literally putting Ollie to sleep for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Because somebody took the cardboards out and there's like light gleaming through every little crevice of the windows. I tried to put those cardboards mm-hmm. back in. I will fix it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So um, the one thing, the only thing that I didn't talk about was homesickness. What have you got to say about homesickness? I just didn't think that Ollie or Kai, like I, I felt Kai was too young to really know, especially with how attached he is to us, like to actually caring about that. And I, I thought it kind of gave me a different perspective on traveling mm-hmm. with them, especially at this age, where it's like in our mind, like we're trying to build the philosophy that like home is where we are together. I guess like there is something intrinsically home about where your schedule is. Mm-hmm. And if we change that every three to six months, like what does that do to them? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like 
like what what if they're the type of people that want like a home base like regardless of what we want and like that's like torture for them regard like even if like the whole friend thing and what like isn't an issue mm-hmm. you know i just wonder it's really that. interesting too because like multiple times actually just recently before even before we went to alaska um we were talking to ollie i talked to ollie and i i nor- sometimes randomly i'm like ollie would you like to live in another house and he always says no and we were driving home from daycare and i saw a house that i have my eye on that like literally i think has like the best view where we live mm-hmm. and i told ollie someday we're gonna live in that house and he was like uh no thank you <laughs> <laughs> he was I was like, but Ollie, it has such a nice view. And he said, I don't think so. <laughs> I was like, but what if we want like a bigger house? And he said, I want a smaller house. And I said, Our house isn't small. And he was like, But I like our house. He said that? Yeah. Oh. And he just was like very adamant about how much he loved. Her. I was like, Ollie, this house is close to the cows. Look, we could even walk to your daycare from here. And he was like, not buying it. Yeah, I was like, you wow. you could have your own room, and Kai could have his own room. And he was like, I don't want that. <laughs> wow. He was not about that. Well, I wonder, yeah, I wonder if that's something that will change, or he'll grow out of, or I wonder if it's something that will stay the same. I'm going to continue to, like, poke mm-hmm. that and just see, like, or challenge that. I guess not poke it, but just be like, well, what if we get another house? I wonder how much of that is, like, with it when we're other places it's not our routine like we're usually with other people that are like i want to do this and i want to do that and these are my times and these are how i do things and so like i wonder if like let's say that we have a place somewhere else and we choose to spend six months of the year here or there or whatever like if we if we had the means and were able to do something like that if it was our rule set in every place that we were if they'd still get homesick you know what i mean like if it was like it was just us and like it was still the routines that we set together, mm-hmm. like not dictate or like dictate. You know what? I do think people. that there is something like comforting about being in a place that you consider like your home. Yeah. Like when we were in Alaska, I did miss this house. I missed this house. Yeah. I missed our bed. Yeah. It's not perfect. And obviously we have <laughs> so much left to unpack. It is like True. so overwhelming, but I missed it. I missed it. And I wanted to come back. I wanted to come home home i wanted to come home and oh. ollie did too he was constantly like he was like let's set <laughs> like a week before we had to leave already he was like let's set a five minute timer to go home and it was like we can't set a five minute timer to go home yeah. we can set a timer but it's not gonna go off until you know a couple of days yeah it's gonna be really cool too like i think We've been trying to teach him time, but I didn't really understand how much the concept of time he still doesn't grasp. And I don't know at what age, like they, f- like, no- like on average, they normally go like, mm-hmm. you know I mean, like distance and time and like, sp- like relativity and space. Like, I feel like it is such a crazy concept, but it's like we're now at a different time zone, mm-hmm. like, and we're ahead an hour because we traveled this distance. And mm-hmm. like so, the sun sets late, like later, mm-hmm. and you might be tired earlier, or you know what I mean, things like mm-hmm. that. It's like even just in the plane, he's like, "What? Like where are we?" It's like, well, 
He was like, what, like, what's below the plane? I was like, air. <laughs> and he was like, it's like, what's between us and the ground? Air. <laughs> <laughs> We're just, there's just air and it's really far down there. You see those little dots? Those are cars. And it's like, and then he saw that he couldn't see the cars anymore. So he thought the, the boats were cars because they're like slightly bigger and like make trails on the water. And it was like, because you couldn't see the cars anymore. He was like, look at all those cars. I was like, mm-hmm. Look at all those chickens. Yeah, it's just like, it's going to be so cool the moment, like, or around the moment we realized it's, like, snapped for him that it's like, oh, this is how much five minutes is. This is how much ten minutes. I mean, they're still teaching that in, like, first grade and stuff, right? Yeah. Well, no, I think, like. Well, like, they teach the numbers and stuff. I don't know. Well, well, I mean, also by kindergarten, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I'm sure, like, Lindsay is teaching them that stuff in preschool. I think once you, like get the gist of like numbers and and when he like maybe understands that like oh uh, like they're endless sort of and like he Mm. understands that he can always count more and he and we're like well 66 if you count to 60 normally like at a decent like at a second pace that's a minute that's a whole minute you know like you can sort of be like oh and then he i think he'll be like one two or like look at the hands of a clock and be like, yeah. huh? Yeah, because he still. I still think now even it's like, why do sometimes you guys count backwards? And sometimes <laughs> you guys. Count I forward. was thinking that when we were showing them, when we were showing him the the, the binky fairy, the magic binky fairy party, party countdown. Count. <laughs> did you tell them about? Yes, that? I did, and I yeah. also was like, oh, tongue twister to me, magic binky fairy party. Goodbye party. Goodbye party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we were like, we counted down. We we're like, oh, you have nine more, and then eight, and then seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. And it's just like, yeah, that means, yeah, like, I'm sure he was like, why are they going? <laughs> why are they not counting up? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yep. But I think it is a really hard thing to grasp. Um, oh, yeah. I think it's, it's one of the hardest concepts to grasp. There was this video that was like, I can't believe, like, I have to teach my kid everything <laughs> like what if and they were like what if he goes to a slumber, par- slumber party and he doesn't know what a fruit roll-up is <laughs> like, oh my gosh what if like what if we just never te- like what if we and he won't know and then he'll go and he'll be like what is this <laughs> you know <laughs> like my parents funny. don't have this because i doubt we're gonna buy fruit roll-ups he's gonna go somewhere and they're gonna have fruit roll-ups and they're gonna be like like fruit roll up and he's he's gonna be like it's like uh, a flat gummy yeah you know yeah but i mean that's there's all those things there's still things that i mean we don't know you know what i don't like if you if you looked in the dictionary you wouldn't know what every word was well no if you looked in like a in a encyclopedia you wouldn't well no but i just feel like (laughs) there's like certain things i guess Uh that are like that i feel like i mean there's pop culture references and like cartoons that's that true, like I, I don't know reference or that you reference and i'm like i have no idea what that is yeah like he recently was like oh and it was so weird because so we were at my parents house in this um there's we have there's this next door neighbor and she's like four but she always comes over with her older sister and she was like oh have you seen these guys they're like the kratz brothers and i was like i've Krat, never heard there's no s Pratt brothers <laughs> and I was like I have no clue who they are I've never seen them in my life and he was like oh yeah they used to do Zabumafu and I was like 
Greek is when not. I was I've little. Never and now heard they have of like the crap brother show. Never and heard of Zubumafu ever yeah. in my entire life. But you know what? Before I went, before I uh, uh, moved to Dallas for a couple of years, I had no clue what the backyardigans were. And the only reason I know what the backyardigans are was because I was like an extra in one of their um, episodes. I don't know which one. I don't know, but I was. And so now I know that they exist. Otherwise, I would never have known that that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So we, I, there's no way we can teach them everything. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, with all of our pop culture references over there that aren't visible to the camera, <laughs> um, like they're going to know a lot. You know a lot. We 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 both have a lot of hobbies and a lot of interests and backgrounds. Mm-hmm. So they won't catch everything, but yeah. But I think you're right. They like there's no way anybody can catch everything. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, it's not possible. Yeah. Um. So so that was a pretty good catch up. I want to ask, what were the foods that you think Ollie liked that we got from places? Um, he didn't really eat a lot of them, did he? He really didn't Cause, eat anything. Cause we he legitimately really didn't. He liked sweets, and that's all that's that he true. really liked from anywhere. No, he liked a lot of the stuff my dad cooked. But a little again, bit, like but he, was he al- just didn't eat a lot that Yeah, much. he didn't eat a lot because he was always busy playing. But I think also stuff. it was he was just like busy playing, but also I think he was a str- I think he was stressed. I think, so I think he was stressed out. Oh, um, I think you're right. Homesick, stressed out, wanting to go home, not wanting to be there anymore. Um, even though we were doing fun stuff, he was just over it. He was just over it. He wanted to be home. Yeah. Is that your last question? Um, what were the foods that uh, you were the most disappointed with? Like, what does that have Hold to do on. with it? Because, because <laughs> I feel like <laughs> when you're a parent, there's things that are, like, nostalgic and, like, I was excited to be like, oh, my God, this tastes really good. I'm going to try to get Ollie to eat it. But there really wasn't anything that I ate where I was like, oh, my God, I hope Ollie tries this. Yeah, me either. I mean, I just know he's, like, super picky, so I just didn't think he was oh. going to eat that much. For me, it was, like, more of the Thai food. I was like, I just don't think there's anything here that he'll actually, like, eat. Did I tell you guys about, like, how uh, we got some pork fried rice from... A lovely Chinese restaurant there. <laughs> that was and um, we were in the car because we were waiting for him to get something from another place. And um, and he was kind of hungry. And so I handed him like the fried rice bowl thing. Mm-hmm. And he was like eating it. But then he was like, oh, it has. I was like, I don't know if you'll like it. Like it has. Uh, it has stuff that you might like not like. Big chunks of carrot. Yeah. And, onion. and he was like. Well, I'm a grown-up now. I have to eat the yucky stuff. <laughs> and we were like, well, you don't have to eat it, but you at least have to try it. And he tried all the yucky stuff, and the only yeah. yucky stuff he didn't like were the onions. Yeah. But he did. That was cool. Did you talk at all about his uh, new friend there? No. Because he still talks about her. Does he? And he's always like, when are we going to go see my new friend in Alaska? Tomorrow? <laughs> when does he also- ask about that? Every he never day, asks every me about day that. he asks me about it. And it's like, uh, I like, I really like their current like timeline together. Like his friend in Alaska, a girl, she's five ish, four and a half, five. I don't know. She's a couple years older than mm-hmm. me. When they first met, was at like a holiday party, mm-hmm. and they were really shy. But then they were like dancing together and running around each other. Mm-hmm. 
and sharing each other's like Christmas toy gifts. Then fast forward a year. No, and no, a half. no. She taught him how to jump. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot that. Then they came over. No, it was at the party. No. Yes, no, it, it was. It was in the hallway Mm-mm. at the house because they were running and she saw it. No, because he I jumped off the of the. No, he jumped off. She was jumping on and off uh-huh. the little step at the holiday party thing. And he wa- watched her. Mm-hmm. And then he did it. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. I watched that. You can say no well, all you want, but it happened. We have different memories. It's crazy. It's I crazy. I mean, he probably did at the at yes. your at your house too, but uh-huh. he 100% did Well, the because party. So here's my memory. There's the dining room table. And then she ran down the hallway. And then she was jumping back. And he ran like, to where he was, like, at the edge of the table and, like, could see her. And he's like, Daddy, what is she doing? I was like, she's jumping. And he was like, and that was, like, after the holiday party. Well, so I maybe he forgot because it was late at the holiday I party. I mean, probably, but I saw him jumping on and off, and he was, like, because he was watching her, mm-hmm. and he was, like. I just don't, I can't imagine him jumping in his big boots. Yeah, he was. Way. He was. Um. So then fast forward a year and a half or two years, like, COVID and all this stuff. And they're just like, like same energy. Like they have like the same energy and and they just, it's not like, it's not like same energy, Mm -hmm. like conflict. It's like, they just match each other. It's like if the flash was racing the flash. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. And I like, I don't think I've, I've, like I've seen another kid so far who has like the energy that Ollie has, but she does. Mm -hmm. Um, To be fair, we haven't even met that kids, that many, that that many kids. (laughs) We haven't even met the kids. <laughs> yeah, um, we know. we haven't, but she does match his energy perfectly. Um, they're That's like really literally cool. the same kind of energetic person, and she's like a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and obviously she's developed more, but like yeah, energy wise, and like they have like the same interests. They also have stuff. like a one and a half year old, and I kid you not, my ten month old towered over that <laughs> little one and a half year old. <laughs> They all they kind of also had the same energy, like very stubborn, like grumpy old men vibes. Oh yeah. They were both very grumpy (laughs) old people vibes for sure. Kai was like, Do not touch me. I do not know you. And the little girl too was like, Me neither. But I I know what I want and I want this right now. Mm -hmm. And Kai was like, That's fine, because I want this right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It Uh, it's really crazy. They did have a lot of fun. Um And he was always like, let's go over to my friend, is my new friend home? But she, you know, both her parents work. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it was only like later at night and we were like, no, no we're done. thank <laughs> you. You are already a monster. <laughs> we did go over one time and it was like trying to, getting him away, like oh saying like it's God. time to go home was like so Kicking hard for him. And screaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we, yeah, we gave him so much time. I'm trying to think. I just want to check all my boxes. He just wants to make this the longest thing Wrap about up. travel. That it's not just <laughs> about travel. There was you also asked like we w- so one of the things we wanted to do with today, and obviously it crumbled, um, for many reasons. I mean, because of the kids, but in many ways. I meant wrap up travel, like final like update on that topic, and then, um, wrap up a topic from previous, which was about. Uh, stay at home versus working parents. Mm. See, like, what, what am I gonna do? Sometimes my brain doesn't remember things. What am I gonna do? And I don't <laughs> do it on purpose. Um, which was your idea, and you were like, well, like you had these experiences. But you talk said about that, them. Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. Let's just let's get into that then. So here's the thing. 
on Wednesdays, I get the whole day to work. The whole day. The whole day. And it's new. It's a brand new thing that's happening. Um, But last Wednesday was my first day. And somebody stayed with the kids. And yeah. it was you. It was really fun. I had to be looking at them cats every time they blink now. Um, Go on. It's really fun. But... Uh, there's a few things that I realize I could work on as a parent. One of those things is at the very end, right? Like where in theory, you're spending the whole day working and doing your thing. I'm spending the whole day working and doing my thing, which is parenting at on those days. And so when you get done working, like we are now equally sharing the work role of parent. But in my brain... At the end of the day, I was like, I like, I had the thought, I can't wait for Sam to get home so that I can be like relieved of duty. And it's like, no, that's not how that works. Like, because like we're still both clocked in. So it's not like, so like, you know how sometimes like with a workout or something that's like difficult, when you know where the end is, like you start to, like your brain and body start preparing for that end. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, in my brain, I've already prepared to like slow down to like be done for a bit at like 4, 4.30. And, and it's you like, don't even do it on purpose. No, it's yeah, like it wasn't like, I w like, it just was happening. And I was like, how, like, I didn't have time to stop and like reprogram that in a way. <laughs> Because I was busy with kids. And so, like, it lived on. And then when I didn't get that, I was, like, slightly more cranky. And I I wasn't even taking it out on you. I was just, like, I know why I'm cranky, and it's not your fault. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. But it's, like, like, that expectation, like, and what I had prepared my brain for was not what it was supposed to be. Like, neither of us are done until both of those kids are asleep. Like, it's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. And so if, like, with that perspective, I think tomorrow's going to be easier because um, tomorrow's Wednesday. Uh, because, at least from that perspective, if, like, it's, you know, two or three and it's like, oh, my God, this is a lot of work. Well, like, I still got until seven or eight. You know what I mean? Like, I got to suck it up. Whereas instead of being like, oh, my God, four is almost here. Like, I just got to make it to four. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, no, not really. Like, it doesn't really change that much. I think that, like... Well, just like for me personally, I do feel like, oh, thank God, at least I'm not alone. Mm -hmm. And for a long time, like before we started to get out of like the first survival mode with Ollie, I think that I was very much like, no, I'm definitely owed a break <laughs> when you get home, I need time. Right. Um, but as we've just like evolved more as parents and with Kai being added in and everything. Yeah. Um, I don't. I no longer feel like, oh, I need a break. Like, yeah. I mean, I obviously I do need a break, but yeah. I know I'm no longer like I'm owed a break now that you're here. I can go and do my own thing for a tiny little bit because, oh, my God. Right. But I do feel like, thank goodness that there's somebody else here who can be like, OK, you take one, I'll take the other and we'll both live a happier life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like in that sense, I do feel like. Oh my God, what time is it? Okay, I have like three more hours and then somebody comes and helps. Not that somebody comes and yeah. takes over, but yeah. that somebody comes and helps. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think I think it's nice now that they go to bed a little bit later. Like it sucks <laughs> from the podcast perspective 
um, and our streaming and everything, but like it's not so much a crunch time when works when like the working parents done. It's not like all right, we have to do this. This is like there's time to be like okay, yes, like take a five minute break while I say hi to the kids. Like mm-hmm. go do this other thing over there where you can de stress, but like like get like get the bed ready or whatever. Like just something mm-hmm. simple. Mm-hmm. And then if that other person has to make dinner, then it's like, okay, cool. Like I'm like, I'm with the kids now or like still or whatever, but like mm-hmm. we're both like, we're both, we're both contributing. Yeah. We're both still on We're hands. We're ready for anything that might happen. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, And then the other thing that I realized was like, I think this is really, really, really important for working parents to hear. Uh, that like, and, and maybe maybe it's just me, like maybe other people that have my inner, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Anyways, maybe other people don't feel this, but cleaning and having things prepared are like a they're a luxury for the working parent, even if the stay-at-home spouse and the working spouse both equally feel the same way about cleaning. Like, it is infinitely more important to the stay-at-home spouse, right? Because, here's why. If you're working on, like, being present for your children and, like, being the parent you want to be, and the parent that you and your spouse have decided is, like, a good thing, like, the things you need to do with them, like, all of that starts to fall apart if things aren't where they need to be to make the other transitions smooth, like, mealtime and sleep time and, like, outdoor play or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, if the boots are downstairs and not upstairs, if the dishes aren't clean, if there's no more clean bottles, if there isn't anything to prep for lunch or it hasn't been thought out, thought out or thawed out. (laughs) Yes. Like each one of those things adds to the complexity. And if you have one kid, like I feel like if you have one kid, it's a little bit easier because you can like strap them on, give them at least be physically with that one while you're doing things. But when you have to split attention and split like time and tasks and like like age appropriate stuff you're gonna be getting a lot of like please play with me why aren't you playing with me like i'm hungry well now i'm not hungry like i'm mad i mean and like but that doesn't matter because it's taking so long that the other one's tired and (laughs) they need a nap so either they're gonna get into a sleep debt or this one's not gonna eat and if that one doesn't eat and you try to sleep that one, are they going to wake the other one up? And then both of them are now like, you know what I mean? It does everything spirals. And so for the working parent, you're like, oh, well, this like the di- I'll just do the dishes when I get home. You know what I mean? Like, like I'll still contribute. Like, like, oh, it's okay. Like if this, like if one of their dirty diapers is here or like, you know what I mean? But like it is okay if you're the working parent because it doesn't affect your routine or process. It's like if if you got to your office and like the stapler wasn't where it was supposed to be and all the ink was out with the printer and like your email was logged out because somebody changed the password and you know what I mean like and like your phone service was 
not connecting right so you had to call the people there and then like you're in you know like it's like it's those type of things that like if you got to your office and all of those things weren't how they were supposed to be for you to be able to do your job like you wouldn't get anything done so it's like the like your job as a parent and all of those other things are the logistics and when those things aren't where they need to be like it makes doing your job impossible which is like raising good children like whatever like your definition of good is but so that like i feel like that was something i realized as like the stay-at-home parent yeah for sanity and for just like like getting as close to being present for your kids as possible yeah yeah because it's like infinitely easier to make a bottle when the bottles are clean Mm -hmm. and there's like and you don't like because nine times out of ten like just well and the and like the the formula is refilled i mean Mm -hmm. like if if you go to make a bottle there's no water in the in the hot water thing the formula is empty so you have to go downstairs or wherever to get a new one and then open that and boil the water yeah. or if, like just to make it so then a, if you don't have thing, like whatever. yeah exactly like but then a or if you have breast milk whatever it is like that two minute task turns into a eight minute task and if there's like 10 of those <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean yeah. like you're spending an extra hour yeah. almost like just on like the and it, it is yeah. like it it all snowballs <sighs> yeah so that we can uh, honestly we can connect that to traveling too because things aren't where they're supposed to be and then like if you don't leave your house perfect before you leave because you didn't have the time because you have kids <laughs> or like let's say for us like we're leaving let's say we leave like a friday morning but we have podcast tuesday wednesday thursday that means we have to have the house clean on monday like monday night we have to have the house clean and then keep it clean keep it clean Tuesday, all week in order Tuesday, to Friday, like so come back yeah. from our trip or a weekend travel or whatever to a clean house and otherwise it's like well baby kai has to stay in his pen because the floor has 30 things that he could try to eat and choke on or like get sick from <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. and yeah. it's like so then he would be happy just crawling around like probably right now following us around mm-hmm. instead of like having to put him over there while we do stuff and then slowly over 15 minutes, he goes from, like, being slightly sad to, like, a full-on, like, giant tear crocodile, like, scream crying. You know what I mean? It's like, well, great. Like, I can't do the dishes with this kid literally watching me scream crying because I'm not near him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's hard. So I think, again, like, working working parents, like, if you can empathize with what I just said and, like, make an effort to like figure out the logistics so that maybe before you go to bed you're like oh like that's out of place like i'll just put this here you know what i mean like oh she asked me to make her a bottle or he asked me to make me him a bottle it's the last scoop of like formula let's like open a new one and combine it like while they're with the kids like those things are so little but they're so huge for like a especially a hard day with kids Mm -hmm. Yeah, some long days are great with kids, and it's just smooth. But some long days are like. And the thing is, like, you never know what. Oh you're yeah, you get, never so know. So it's like, it's better to be prepared. Yeah, exactly. Or whatever. If it's a great exactly. day and everything is still in its place, like that, just makes it an, an even more great day. But if it's like a really hard day, but everything was in its place and where you needed it to be, and it was like easy to like make food because there wasn't a mess. You know, and the only dishes that have accumulated are the dishes from that day uh, because you leave it clean for the next morning. Um, 
it makes like a world of difference a world of difference especially like i don't know about a lot of people but for me like i just don't like uh, and i do because i have to but i don't like making food in a dirty kitchen because i just feel like it's unsanitary mm-hmm. and so if it's like kind of dirty it just already puts me off like i'm like what am i gonna like let's just do something really simple and really easy um which yeah. i mean is fine but like if you had like a meal plan well then you have to figure out when you're gonna do that meal plan meal because you can't just let things go to waste because you buy things to make the meal plan like you buy things for the meal plan that you've made and you kind of have to follow that through so just like yeah. offsets everything yeah yeah so I, I, f- I feel like there was one other thing maybe i learned from that experience i can't remember what it was i think those were two of like the really big ones that mm-hmm. stuck with me maybe there wasn't a third one i just feel like there is Maybe uh, the third one is what you're going to learn tomorrow. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. I don't know what I'm going to do with him tomorrow. I haven't, I, don't, I haven't had time to plan it out. I never plan it out. We just wake up and go from there. I know, but <laughs> I like I want to, I don't know, maybe I'll take them up to Baker and they can play in the snow. Yeah, you could. That's like a long drive with both kids. Mm-hmm. I have onesies. AirPods. <laughs> no, one, not while you're driving. Yeah. <laughs> um, when we were driving to her parents house like kai was scream crying the whole time and so was ollie actually i was gonna post a video of it on instagram that was like that trip down to my parents house was like literally the like the most perfect picture of what parenting is because they were literally <laughs> scream crying scream for, crying like, for like so it's a two and a half to minutes. three hour drive and it was like a quarter of the drive. They were like, one of them was fine, the older. And the older woke the younger up, who immediately began scream crying. So then we took away the things that were keeping the older entertained. And he scream cried. And then they literally just went back and forth scream crying nonstop the entire way through Seattle. Like the entire way through 5 o'clock traffic Seattle. So we were like bumper to bumper just like with screaming children. I was like, this, this, I need to take a video of this because this is what people who aren't parents, who think they want to be parents need to see. And then it was like, I knew this was going to happen and it's exactly why I did it. Because then through Seattle, through Tacoma, we were like, keep going south. So it's like another hour, hour and a half of them like on and off scream crying. But it's like, it's kind of like going down. No, and they were only like scream crying for like thirty minutes. Like through Seattle. Anyway. Yeah. But then but then it was like a back and forth where like after they were done scream crying, you were like, I'm sorry. And then Ollie would start scream crying again and then Kai would like start to fuss. And like like that happened through Tacoma, like that conversation. Right, but I think like more so than not, it was like literally like 30 minutes of scream crying and like 30 minutes of fun and laughing and everything. And then 30 minutes of scream crying. Oh. And then like, well, yeah. So, so then it, yeah. It, Cause then it was like Ollie was playing with Kai at some point, they were both still crying and then he started playing with them and then they were both laughing and like giggling and having fun and like really connecting with each other. And it was just like, this is beautiful. And that's amazing. Like, it's amazing that they did that themselves. Like, we didn't prompt it. Like, they had that moment. And so I recorded that. And it's mm-hmm. like, like this is literally in one car ride 
an exemplary situation that defines parenting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that defines like this is why we never want to be parents. And it's like, why do we do this for ourselves? And this is why we're so glad that we did because that is like so magical to see. Yeah. Like Yeah. Yeah. And and to be like a part literally, of literally parenting is the worst thing that you will <laughs> ever do. But it can also be the best thing that you will ever do. Yeah. I mean, it's just that spectrum. Insane. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that wraps up our podcast for today, episode fifteen. Yay! Thank you for Are listening. You sure it's 15? Yes, I think I. I'm pretty sure I counted, but I'm not good with numbers. Um. So, on that note, uh, we'll see you again next week. Have a good one, guys. I was glad to be here for thirty minutes. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.